Catherine, how are you? I'm good. How are you, Francesca? Very good, thank you. Uh, Colditz, have I got that right? I believe so, yes. <laughs> Tell me about it. <laughs> um, it's This is um, Ben's talking about POW camps used by the Germans, and they were essentially used to house Allied officers during the Second World War. And it's this very forbidding German castle fortress. And it was different from the other POW camps, um, which were for enlisted men, which were often run by the Gestapo and SS guards. This was actually staffed by regular army personnel who, on the whole, complied with the Geneva Convention. And according to that, captors were allowed to set their enlisted prisoners to work, but not officers. So as a result of this, most of the prisoners at Colditz were, uh, able to, were just going stir-crazy and thought up all of these amazing escape plans. And you get this really fascinating narrative of, of prisoner relations and the effects of cap captivity on their mental health and their diet and then these, these escape methods um, that they came up with. And there's just dozens of attempts between 1941 and 45 and the inventiveness. And it was rare that they were ever successful um, because once they had got out of the camp, they had hundreds of miles of hostile territory to get to Switzerland or another country. But at Colditz, there was lots of nationalities, mainly British, but there was also French and Dutch and Polish, and they didn't always work particularly well together. And all of the things that were out in society, like class conflict and racial prejudice and anti-Semitism, were also alive and well in this camp. And it's really fascinating the way Ben McIntyre talks about these. And the book reads much more like a novel than history. And... Yeah, it was really fascinating because so much has been said and written about uh, the camps. Mm. And what I found really interesting was right at the end, he actually writes a postscript describing the post-war lives of some of the more notable characters. But it's just a really interesting read about that time in history. Catherine, this is his genre. This is his sort of his wheelhouse, isn't it? If you like Ben McIntyre, this is going to keep you happy. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. And it's like listening to one of his podcasts. It's really readable and really interesting, the stories he tells. You're also talking today about Barbara Kingsolver's book, Demon Copperhead, and I have been told by a very reliable source that this is possibly the book of the year. What are your thoughts? Uh, I, think I, I think I'd have to agree with that, to be honest. This is a... Described as a modern-day version of David Copperfield, and you don't need to have read David Copperfield to get anything out of this story. It's been a very long time since I read it. In fact, I think it was back in my uni days. This is a story about Eamon Fields, who's nicknamed Demon Copperhead because of his red hair. And he was born to this single teenage mother living in a trailer. His father died before he was born. And it's in Lee country in the Virgin Appalachians. And his mother just has this horrendous life. She struggles with drug addiction, and she's in and out of rehab. And Demon ends up being cared for this very kindly family next door, the Peggots, and his grandparents helping bring him up. And he learns to sort of love the forests and hunt and fish and to feel what it's like as a part of a large family. But then when he's 10, his world just falls apart when his mother marries this awful man who has no interest in him. And it's the real start of this downhill spiral for him. And he ends up in foster care. And this whole system that's just overburdened and uncaring and terrible situations... And he finds himself on this farm with other orphaned boys and treated as complete slave labour. And they're poisoned by the sap from the tobacco plants that they're working on and they're starved. And then he's moved to this other farm and he's expected to move money by working outside the home to supplement that family's income. And he just really goes to school. It's just, it's this hideous life that he's, he's living. And the story goes on and it talks about how he 
you know, looks at life and changes things. But there's this real social message here, and it's not just about addictions and deaths. It's this story of this little boy and a young man and all the horrors he faced, and it just feels so real, and it held me completely captive. And Kingsolver is just a genius at engrossing you in the story. And, yeah, I would highly recommend this. I was completely gripped by it, and it's a, it's a brick of a book. But, yeah, I couldn't stop. It, she just captivates you. Yeah, no, it's going to the top of my list. Uh, top of the pile, I think. Catherine, thank you so much for your time this morning. The two books that uh, Catherine spoke about, back in excellent form, Barbara Kingsolver with the book Demon Copperhead, and also Ben McIntyre is back with a new book, Cold It's. Thanks so much, Catherine.